trust your mind with us Kick up your feet, lay back, relax your soul and trust that We can add some shine to your day With some coconut oil Welcome back to Coconut Oil Podcast. I'm Brittany. And I'm Mira. And we're just a couple of best friends navigating life, single motherhood, and blackness in Fort Worth, Texas through healing conversations in hopes that you'll heal too. Life happens. Coconut oil helps. (laughs) (laughs) Episode two. Episode two. Um, So, seems like everybody has a podcast these days, right? It does. (laughs) Including us and now. Honestly, that was kind of something that I was nervous about. Like when, whenever we even started talking about doing a podcast was like, what are people going to think? Right. Like, are they going to want to hear us talk? Well, it, it wasn't even about like if they're going to want to hear us talk. Um, I was more thinking about like the people that I know personally, like you know, oh, they're going to hear that I'm doing a podcast and they're going to be like, oh, God, here we go. (laughs) Another, you know, person who thinks that they could just come out of the woodworks with a random podcast. And that sucks. Like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You need better people in your life. Like, That's how you feel they're going to feel about you. Yeah. And it's not even like people that I'm close to. It's just that's my good old brain is like, I'm just like, I'm pretty I don't want to say fearful, but I care what other people think and I'm working on it, but I know. it is still, which is funny because swirling around in my brain. I feel like you're always pulling me back in as soon as I start to get like overly conscious of what people are thinking about me or. Right. But that's know. easy to do. Like, it's so easy to do for somebody else, you know, like, yeah. have you ever had the experience where like, it's really hard to clean your own space, but whenever you go to somebody else's house and like. They're like, oh, I just got to, you know, wash some dishes. I'm like, girl, please, like, give me those dishes, like, done in 10 minutes. And I'm like, why can't I do this in my own home? I guess it's kind of the same thing. Like, I can tell you all day, like, go for it. Don't give a shit what anybody (laughs) thinks. Like, you're you and you're the best you. (laughs) And when it comes to myself, I'm like, oh, my God, you know, I'm still friends with this random person I went to high school with. And they're going to see that I'm coming out of the podcast and be like, this dumb bitch. <laughs> and I can't help it. It's that's just in my brain. Yeah, that makes sense. But, I think for me, it's like that accompanied with people getting to know a side of me that they've never been able to see before. That's true. Especially my family. Like, oh, yeah. And I all forget the things that we're going to talk about. <laughs> yes. All the things we're going to talk about, you know, like I had so much anxiety about um, the podcast that we were on when we were on Catch You on the Rebound with oh. Jordan. Oh, yeah. And he was like, so what? <laughs> what show have you all binge watched lately? And I'm like, Sex Life. Yeah. Without missing a beat. You were like, <clears throat> Sex, Sex Life. life. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, so what got you onto that? The guy had a big dick. Like, well, I saw it on TikTok. Everybody was saying to go to this one episode. And, so I went. Uh, and, so you know, I went. I saw it for myself. And, and that were thing right. was thinging. It was thinging. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm nervous about my family listening to this podcast because I know the kind of conversations that we have together. Yeah. And <laughs> I know how like deep and intricate that they get and you know we don't hold back and that's you know that's part of why we wanted to start this was because whenever we talk and we have those deep conversations with each other those moments are just so healing honestly they really are like we can have a conversation you know talk for two three hours about whatever and then I always leave just feeling more positive, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I leave feeling lighter, you know, like my soul, like lighter. And I know it sounds like, no, (laughs) the back of like a (laughs) religious pamphlet or something like that, but it really does. Get your soul lightened. (laughs) 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 No, but it does. It makes so much sense. I think for me, our conversations, I leave feeling full. So as somebody who's a very I'm like lighter and you're fuller. <laughs> Just take it all. But like, you know, I as a very empathic person, I can be around people and feel like all I'm doing is letting them 
take and take and take from me and nobody ever feeds back into me but like our conversations like you feed back in like you feed my soul Brit girl I I love you girl I love you too girl (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think that's another thing is like growing it's like the whole like middle child syndrome yeah um I mean I haven't gone to therapy or anything about it so this is really just off the top of the brain um (laughs) this is our therapy yeah this is our therapy it really is exactly (laughs) um like growing up as like kind of the middle child I don't really feel like I was heard a lot you know yeah you could talk about something or complain about something or whatever it may be and um it was just kind of like pushed to the side almost and then growing up in school you know after being like bullied and just being a really shy person in general and just like a combination of kind of all of these factors like I did not talk a lot in school you know I was always the girl that was like why is she so quiet and then like you can hear them like behind you saying that about you and you're like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) you're not helping um and then even into adulthood like I've had jobs as an adult where I'll be like, I will literally. So whenever I worked in the stockyards, you already know, I hated working at that place. Um, but to add on to like everything I hated about it, I would literally be having a conversation with somebody like in the middle of uh, a sentence, (laughs) like in the middle of a fucking word. And somebody else would like come up on the side to the other person that I was talking to and just start a whole other conversation with them. And that person would like, just go to the, go other, to the other conversation and You're like, like, hello. Right. Am and like not? not even continue, not even be like, oh, sorry, what were you saying? Or like come back later and be like, oh, weren't you saying something like about an hour ago? Not even an excuse me. Not nothing. <laughs> and it just got to the point where I was just like, fuck it. Like, I don't want to talk to y'all anyway. So I like there would be whole six hour shifts where I would go in and say like two words to my coworkers and like, and that would be it. Your table needs salt. Um, yeah yeah so I get that it's it's hard and I think a lot of it too can be I know for me being a black woman I learned to like keep my mouth shut Mm -hmm. about a lot of things um especially being a black woman in corporate America so I never felt like the things that were happening to me or even with some of my friendships that I could open up about those things, Mm -hmm. you know, because then I was the one that was always bringing up race. It's like the fuck, like I'm black. Like I can't just always, it just is my life. Yeah, I'm (laughs) not bringing it up. I'm living it. Right. (laughs) Sorry. You don't want to hear about my day. Right. (laughs) (laughs) God, you couldn't last two minutes. (laughs) You couldn't last two minutes. I'm telling you, but yeah. And it's, you know, our friendship is so refreshing in that fact that we can literally talk about anything anything absolutely anything right and i realized that a lot of people don't even have that you know there's probably some people out there that are just like us that don't have that relationship with somebody yet where they can just talk about whatever's on their heart or on their mind or cry with someone Mm -hmm. you know have somebody respect their boundaries because you know that i hate hugs (laughs) and (laughs) and not push them you know So, because I love hugs. I know you do. And I'm a I, very touchy-feely person. And I you're like be the that exact for you one day. opposite. <laughs> and it's so funny because you are Chloe, my sister, Jonathan, my other best friend. Like, <laughs> y'all are all just, like, not very touchy-feely people. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, okay. just over here. I told you. We've got a cuddle date coming up. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen I'm one of these days. I'm honestly so excited. <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> But yeah, like finding those types of friends and even our friendship and how we found each other, which is hilarious because we worked together for maybe a month mm-hmm. and just somehow clicked. Mm-hmm. And seven years later, here we are. I know. <laughs> it's just one of those like little moments that change your life. Right? I don't even know how we started talking. We were probably talking shit about one of the tables. Probably. Or work. one of the coworkers. <laughs> one of the coworkers. <laughs> that sounds more accurate. Or a boss. Oh, yeah. I think maybe a manager. Maybe a mixture of all maybe three. Maybe a mixture we of all the We were just talking things. shit about everybody. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you don't want friends like us. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you've got friends like us. Yeah. 
Yeah. Welcome to our friend group. Yeah. <laughs> Have a seat. Yes. Come sit at our table. Come sit with us and talk about whatever knows what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I remember even some of the people that we worked with at BJ's that were like close friends. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one time where I had to, I took Carter to go meet, um, meet up with my uncle who came in from Kansas City. And um, it was like really emotional because like my dad passed away. And so he never got to meet Carter. And yeah. so, you know, for my like uncle, who was my dad's brother, um, to spend time with Carter, like in that kind of grandfatherly way was yeah. like, it just, it touched my heart. And so whenever I came back and they were like, oh, how'd it go? You know, this, this, and that, I started to like tear up, you know? And I was like, man, it, it was so awesome. It was so beautiful. And they were like, don't start crying. Don't start crying. They're like, you're going to make us cry. So stop. They're like, anyway, talk about something else. And I'm like, so you don't want to know how it went. Right. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. And it, you know, you have those moments where like, you'll be talking to somebody and they'll say something a certain kind of way that makes you realize like, uh, okay, so I can't really talk to these people about this, this or that, or I can't open up to this person about what, you know, whatever it is I need to open up to. So it was kind of like friendship, surface, surface level. Yeah. 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 So it was kind of like that. Like from that moment on, it was just like, okay, I see you. You see me. Yeah. We see each other. other. (laughs) I see you seeing me. Yeah. Yeah. Like I remember growing up and, hating the fact that I didn't feel like I had that big group of friends Mm -hmm. and I always felt kind of lonely because my little brother, um, Daniel, you know, he's three years younger than me and he was in football and all these sports, you know, guys kind of hang out in groups Mm -hmm. like a pack. I don't know what it is. Maybe they feel like they're wolves. I don't know, but he just like hung out in packs Mm -hmm. and he would have all these people over at once. And I would have like one friend, at a time, mm-hmm. sometimes two friends, <laughs> but like most of the time it was just one. Yeah. And it's crazy to think about how I used to get so caught up in how many friends and the quantity mm-hmm. of people that were around me when the substance wasn't there. Yeah. You know, the quality wasn't there mm-hmm. when I really looked at it. And when I did end up having like a couple more friends and had like a small quote unquote group of friends. Right. It's just the quality wasn't there. Yeah. You know, those girls, there was always that surface level. And if anybody ever peered underneath that surface level of friendship, Mm -hmm. then it just like broke down and they didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. Like, it's like playing hot potato and they're just passing it back and forth to each other. Like, it was, it's really disheartening, Mm -hmm. you know, because you don't feel like you can be yourself. Right. Exactly. And it's like, if you don't, and especially like as a teenager or preteen, like you don't feel like you can be yourself with your parents. No. At least I didn't. And if you don't feel like you can be yourself with like a friend or a peer, like you really are just kind of like out there alone. And it's really, really tough. Um, So we know that there are red flags for relationships. What would you consider like a red, like a friendship red flag? So like you're kind of just getting to know, you know, another friend Mm -hmm. and something happens and you're just like, Ooh, I don't think I want to be friends with this person. Like, what would that, (laughs) what does that look like to you? I'm laughing because (laughs) we were talking shit. However, (laughs) any other time. So you hate us. (laughs) hate us I hate the people that we are um no like any other time I would say a huge red flag for me in a friendship is if I walk up and somebody else has like just walked away and they start talking about them or telling me their personal business mm-hmm. I will say that like the shit that we talked was more like server related it wasn't yeah. like oh my god did you see what she was wearing we were all wearing right. the same fucking outfit so Which, like if you you've know. ever been a server you know the you know the server shit the server shit you know yeah it's it's typical server shit so uh you can't flag us for that one right <laughs> but you know like i have had an issue with making a lot of female friends mm-hmm. i think you and i have talked about that because either it doesn't leave the surface level or if the first thing when I walk up to you and you start talking something about like your best friend who has all this shit going on in her life and you know, you're just talking shit about your friend and like Mm -hmm. the emotional shit that's going on in her life or something personal to her, huge red flag. Yeah. Or if the only thing you can talk to me about is lipstick and makeup, (laughs) because I'm just, 
I will wear makeup. I'm not against makeup, but mm-hmm. I can't have full on conversations about what you got at Mac. I can't. It just immediately makes me not want to be your friend. I'm sorry. If there's anybody out there that was hoping. <laughs> but <laughs> so all you makeup artists out there. <laughs> we could be friends. Just Move talk along. about something Move else. Please have other hobbies. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I mean, I can't really go into like detail because I mean, I know that the whole makeup and hair world, um, you can get really detailed, you know, like there's numbers for the brushes, like a kabuki brush number 37. And I'm like, I don't know. I use this brush. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, um, I use my fingers. (laughs) That's cool with you. I'm a naturalistic makeup artist. (laughs) I do my makeup acoustics, (laughs) acoustically. Acoustically is a word. I just don't think it goes into makeup, but you know what? I like it. Well, I mean, no, it doesn't go into makeup, but it's like, you know, the acoustic guitar is like, I got you like without the the regular version. Yeah. (laughs) The electric guitar is like the fancy, the fancy. So like the brushes, the the electric guitars. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. A makeup, a makeup brush is to an electric guitar (laughs) as my fingers are to an acoustic guitar. guitar. (laughs) I like it. That works. Yeah. We'll go with it. So what's your red flag? Um, I know it sounds weird. Well, maybe not. I'm just going to say it. Um, jealousy. Okay, so yeah. like if I'm friends with somebody and she has another friend and, you know, they introduce, you know, they introduce us and we're all hanging out and then that other friend gets jealous. And I know what you're thinking. <laughs> I know what you're thinking, but this happened to me in middle school, actually. So there's nobody specific that comes to mind. Well, there. <laughs> Not originally, but now that I'm saying it out loud and looking at your face, I know what you're thinking. Um, so, like, I mean, of course, it's middle school. Right. Things are going to get petty, like, whatever. But it was like, because I moved to this school, so they were best friends already. You know, mm-hmm. I was new. I was coming in fresh. And um, this other girl that was like best friends with the girl that I kind of like attached myself to, (laughs) Um, you know, we were all cool for a while. Yeah. And then just little things started happening. Like if I had like mentioned something that her and I did, like she would get really weird about it. And then eventually she just started like disliking me. Like she just started being kind of like a bitch Uh, to me. And I was just like, right. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm just like, I think that's a, that's a weird thing. And you still see it. Perfect example as adults. So, I mean, technically you and I have been friends for longer, but you know, if there's somebody else out there in the universe who is jealous of our friendship, I, I think that's weird because it's like, we have, we each have our own individual relationships, you know, like. I mean, I'm very lucky in the fact that, like, you're my best friend. My sister's my best friend. Jonathan's my best mm-hmm. friend. And we can all hang out together and we yeah. all mesh well. But, you know, there's sometimes where you have, like, your work friends or maybe you're, like, old school friends and you, you've met different. all of mine. So you <laughs> I have met all of your you friends. You have met all of my all of my friends yeah. um, or friend friends <laughs> friends. Um, <laughs> and. I would say that it's, it is different. It's mm-hmm. weird having your work friends. And then, I mean, you started as a work friend. Yeah. But you know, it was momentarily. It was. <laughs> so, um, I think that it's, I get the jealousy thing to an extent only because I was that person once upon a time. Mm-hmm. Um, but you've grown out of it. But I've grown out of it. Yeah. Yes. It is not something where I'm like, oh, my God, like, Brittany, you can't have more friends. I may joke with you. Right. You're not allowed to make new friends. So yeah. You say that all the time, actually. The time. And I'm like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> But also, really? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I feel like we have that relationship where we can joke about those things now. Yeah. You know, Um but no, like, I think it's always good. You need friends for different things. And. A lot of my friends are different things for me. Yeah. I can't get the same thing from all of my friends. And that's fine. Except for you. You're like the one exception to that, to I where mean. there's literally like no boundaries. I mean, there's, <laughs> <laughs> don't get me wrong. There are boundaries, but I mean, like 
we can literally be 1000% open. Mm -hmm. And then there's other friends like John Mm -hmm. who I can't, there are some things I wouldn't talk to John about. Right. You know? Right. Not just because he's a man, but Mm -hmm. just, we don't have that relationship. Right. Yeah. So it's, there's levels to this shit. There's levels to this shit. Like you just got to have a friend for everything, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And like, as long as you like, under not like, as long as you understand your role. Right. Does that make sense? <laughs> that sounds mean. Like understand your place, but that's know not, your place in my no. life. Okay. But I'm saying like, um, you know, I have a couple of friends who are really good friends, love them to death. Um, you know, we talk maybe twice a year. Yeah. But it's like we have that mutual understanding of like, we're both adults. We're both busy. You know, we both have these separate lives. So it's like if we text each other, like my friend Colette, she lives in Dallas, salt of the earth, angel on earth. Her and her husband are just their diamond baby jewels. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't say enough good things about these people. Um, and actually, you haven't met her yet. I haven't met her yet. Which you need to because you'd love her. Don't get jealous. <laughs> <laughs> There's no jealousy. Okay. It's fine. I know okay. my place. <laughs> um, but like, you know, she's busy. Yeah. She's got like her own business that she's starting. Um, she does these hand-painted veils. Gorgeous, beautiful. And then these like hand-painted oh, hoodies. the hoodies. Yes. Yeah. Gorgeous, beautiful. Love it. Um, and we literally see each other maybe twice a year. Yeah. Like, obviously, we didn't see each other last year. Um, but we got to meet up and have lunch earlier this year. And it was literally just like, Hey, I'm going to be in Fort Worth for a thing around two. Do you have time for lunch? And I was like, yeah, let's do do. it. And you know, like you pick back up and you just, it's talking like you, you know, have been talking this whole time. So I, I think as long as you have those other friends and you understand that it's like, yeah, we don't talk all the time, but you're still my friend. I still love you. Like, yeah, I've known her since she was my basically my first friend whenever I moved to Texas when Aww. I was like 11 years old. She That's was sweet. like the only person that was nice to me at in elementary school. That's <laughs> so, so I, sad. I clung so on sweet. tight to that one. Thanks, I knew Colette, she was a good for loving one. our friend. <laughs> Thank you for loving me. Yeah, like it's it's funny because I I am in a phase in my life where I am very very selective of the people that I keep mm-hmm. around. So I don't, I don't want to say I have a lot of friends because I don't have a lot of friends. I have a lot of acquaintances Mm -hmm. and I have some friendships that I have recently rekindled. Mm -hmm. Um, Kayla, for example, where Kayla and I never really stopped being friends. Yeah. We, you know, Kayla and I met when we were, gosh, like nine years old. She was a year older than me and we were playing basketball together, reliving my basketball dreams for a second, you know, first woman in the NBA. Yeah. But that's how Kayla and but I met. Not, uh, listen up. Not the first woman in the WNBA. The WNBA was already there. Right. And She's there talking there. about uh, the National the Basketball National Association. Four men. Like, I was going to be the next LeBron, y'all. Yeah. And NBA four men. The four men is silent, but you were going to break that barrier. I was going to break it down. And you were going to be playing alongside the Braun Braun. The Braun Braun. <laughs> the Braun Braun. We were gonna be like besties. Uh-huh. Me and my little five foot five self. <laughs> With no ball control, mind you. <laughs> Footwork is trash. <laughs> but I could post up. All oh, right. Oh man. <laughs> so Kayla and I met. See it. <laughs> Don't test me. I mean, we can go out on the court one of these days. Oh. I could I could show you my moves. I was going to say, trust me, I'm not trying to challenge you in a basketball off or whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> I have zero basketball skills. I I don't really have any sports skills unless it's, um, well, I, I used to be running. Now yeah. it's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we can work on that. Well, we're, we're working on our sports skills. We're yeah. trying to get those things back. We'll see. Uh, I'm giving up basketball though. Okay. I'm, I'm okay. throwing my talent on oh, that sport. Okay. That's sad to hear, but <laughs> I know really thought I could make it just hadn't given up on that dream quite yet. Uh, but Kayla, so she and I met there and we were really close before I moved from Kentucky to Texas. Yeah. And over the years we've kept in touch like Facebook, send each other happy birthdays. You know, I 
think she had been out here a couple times to Dallas and it planned on coming to see me. Mm -hmm. Things didn't work out because obviously Dallas is pretty far from Crowley. Oh, Crowley. Yeah. You're not just in Fort Worth. I am a Fort Worth resident. Mm -hmm. Technically, it says Fort Worth on my license. It might say Crowley. Mm -hmm. It might say Crowley. But mm. worlds apart, Dallas and Fort Worth. (laughs) They are. It is a good 45 to an hour drive. She didn't have her own car. So mm. guy she was with wasn't going to bring her out here. Ooh. He was not going to drive her to Crowley. Mm. I can't blame him. I can't blame him <laughs> at all. Um, but, you know, over the past year, we just kind of like reconnected and really have developed that friendship into something better than what we had when we were kids. You know, we're supporting each other's goals and dreams. And I think that is so important. And that's what I look for in friendships now is if I can't tell you something that I'm excited about Mm -hmm. and you can't get excited about it or at least like supportive, like you don't have to be as excited as me. Right. But like, give me something. Right. You know, it's really disheartening to see that in people. And so red flag. Yeah, that is definitely a red flag. If you can't be happy for me or Mm -hmm. support me then we can't be friends right? because why? And also it's not too much to ask to know, like to be knowledgeable about right. what I'm in, getting into or what I'm passionate about. Like it's, it's not enough to like, just for example, like it's not enough to know that I have a specialty store, but like I would like for my friends, at least like my good friends to know like what I do at the specialty store, what it's for, you know, like kind of right. some of the details that way it's like, if my friend is in a room where they can mention, you know, my business and kind of like put it into the ear of people that could potentially like be helpful to me, like I want them to know what they're talking about. I don't want it to just be like. <laughs> that was my I'm throat. Sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Making some weird throat noises here. Mm. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't want it to just be like, um, I forgot. <laughs> if you have a friend and you have a specialty store and your friend's in a room with right, people. Right, right. Yeah. Like, I don't want it to just be like, oh yeah, my friend has a store. Like, oh, what do they do? Mm, a little sure. bit of this, a little bit of that. Like They carry things. Right. Yeah. Like I, I would prefer it, I guess, if you could say that yeah. for them to just be able to like back it up, you know? Like, you don't yeah. have to come buy stuff from me. You don't have to, like, throw money at my business. But, like, as long as you're just, like, sharing, talking about it, you know, like, kind of reveling yeah. in my joy as well. Yeah. That's nice. It is. I think it shows real friendship. Yeah. Like, it's, I used to have issues with, you know, being jealous of Daniel mm-hmm. growing up. But. I would never say that I wasn't happy for him. Mm -hmm. You know, I was always celebrating with him Mm -hmm. with anything that he succeeded in because for the record, my little brother is just one of those people who is good at absolutely everything that he does. (laughs) (laughs) Everything, Mm -hmm. everything played saxophone. What? Yes. For a little while. It wasn't very long. Did I know this? I don't don't know. I feel like you've told me that before. He He played played saxophone. He played saxophone. He also played the standing bass. Um, He learned. (laughs) He played. um, He's a one man band. What's the song? From White Chicks. Make my way downtown. Oh. That one. Make my way down. Is that (laughs) I think that's the name of the song. Downtown. I think that's wrong, but we'll go with that. I think you all know a thousand miles. If I could walk. Yeah. Yeah. That's one. Mm -hmm. So he learned how to play that on the piano by ear, both hands, never took piano lessons. Jesus Christ. Was like cast leading role in the musical. (laughs) Also captain of the football team played lacrosse. What the fuck? Played soccer. Can I get a crumb? Can I get a crumb of that talent? He's just one of those people, right? But like every single time he accomplished anything, I'm there cheering him on. I am his biggest fan. And I think that's where a lot of people have issues is that they can't see past their own jealousy or envy or whatever it may be. Yeah. Like an insecurity. Like an insecurity. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like in a good, healthy friendship, there's a security. Like I'm not afraid of anybody taking you away from me. They can't. First of all, that's <laughs> true. I know my place. Like I said, we have matching tattoos. So right. we're I, you're literally for life. stuck with me forever. We're 
Blood Sisters. <laughs> mm, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like it either. <laughs> and don't like. We'll that think at of all. something else. Sounds like period sisters. Yeah, not the look. It's not what we're going for. Yeah. No. We'll go back to the drawing board. Yeah, we'll come fine. up. With we'll better. come up with something else. <laughs> but yeah, like you know, it's a security thing, and I think friendship also goes both ways. Mm-hmm. And both of us are very giving mm-hmm. in our friendship to the point where I think we almost like not fight over it, but a little. A little. I mean, yeah, not, not, a, not a fight, but it's you know. I think we're always trying to pay yeah. <laughs> or trying to like give a gift. Right. Yeah. Or like I like get my car out and you're like, what are you doing? I'm like, just get it next time. Just, just get my it nails all, out. It washes oh, out. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You're like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, but it does. It all, wa- it all comes out in the wash. Like, yeah, it does. I hate, I also, sorry to interrupt. No, please. It bothers me when close friends or people who claim to be your close friends, like penny pinch. Like, you know, I'm not expecting you for to pay for my whole meal every yeah. time we go out. Like, I'm not expecting you to get me get like I'm right. not expecting anything. But if we go out to eat, you know, and like we're sharing stuff or like it's just easier to split the bill. And you're like, well, I owe you twelve dollars and fifty two cents or yes. like you owe me like twelve dollars, <laughs> you know, like something stupid. Then it's yeah. just like, oh, OK, yeah. but I guess it's just it's probably just me. It's probably just like, no, a, it's it's aggravating. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's one of the things where like, I feel like, but I don't feel like you'd be close friends at that point, unless that's your friendship with that person. If you know that they're just like really anal about their money. Yeah. And so they never pay for anybody and they're just not like a giving person. Right. Then sure. For me, I'm not like that because I, it's naturally in me. Right. And my relationships have told me (laughs) just how much it is in me past relationships. With men also. But I just mean like how much of a giver I am. Like Mm -hmm. I'll buy gifts for people and then never receive shit back. Which is fine because I don't give it to get it back. Yeah. But I've noticed a pattern (laughs) in my relationship. You know, and so I think it's just a balance of who is that other person in that relationship. Yeah. And if I have a friend that every time we go out, if she has to pay for me or she like takes care of it, like. Stop taking care of the bill, first of right, all, if yeah. you're going to ask me to pay you back every single time. Yeah. Like, why Why would you put your card down? Right. It's the first question I would have. Right. But then we're probably going to stop hanging out so much. Yeah. You know, maybe have a talk about it first. But that's also one of those, like, delicate things, I guess. Right. You know. How you, do you approach it? How do you approach, like, money with people that you're, especially yeah. if it's somebody who's, like, one of those surface level friends who, right. like pretty good friends you know like you hang out all the time you're not like really good friends you're not best friends you're not just acquaintances but it's like that surface level yeah how do you how do you do that how do you deal with money especially on vacations you don't invite them on vacations i mean sir like surface slow <laughs> because i mean i have been on and Knowing what I know now, yeah. going through what I've been through now, I certainly would not go on a vacation with a surface level friend anymore. No, it's, right. it's my ride or dice or nothing. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I guess I have been on vacation with surface level friends. The cruise that I took, all of that was surface. A couple years Who'd ago, you go with? I went with. Oh, work people. Work people. Yeah. Yeah. That mm. was, that was real surfacey. That's rough. It was yeah. real rough. And you know how I am. You're, you're kissing the surface. <laughs> I was you're... kissing barely. Yeah. <laughs> barely. Um, and I don't think money was really an issue there just because it was more so. Mm-hmm. I shared a room with someone that I trusted, although the relationship was still surface level. We had a good understanding of one another. Mm-hmm. And so when things were charged back to the room, we just split it at the end. Or we had like this app that showed. What was owed if something yeah, somebody get else the paid apps, for something? People, please yes. get. There's a million. There Venmo, are a million. Cash app, PayPal. Ours was like money wise. And the other or something, which was literally Zelle. like, yeah, yeah. This one that we used was because he put money towards a couple things, mm-hmm. I think, and then we all paid him afterwards. But right. it showed what each person paid and what each person owed him. Mm. And so it would subtract it as you started making your payments back to that person. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it was really cool. Like, I kind of like that. But I like that more for, like, um, it being convenient. Yeah. You know, that's a really convenient way to kind of 
navigate that whole thing yeah. instead of just being like rent you know like blindly just like oh well you know you owe me seven hundred dollars it's like oh can i get a receipt like <laughs> well like, <laughs> it's also i think for people like me and you i don't know if i feel like i may have had this issue more than you but giving money to people mm-hmm. that I mean, I don't know if you remember this, but within the past couple years, I used to be hit up every week by somebody for money, mm-hmm. a couple different people mm-hmm. at a time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, do y'all not know that I'm a single mom? Yeah. But okay. Like, yeah. And they would pay me back. Yeah. But I think for those types of people, it's really convenient too. You know, I was talking to Kayla the other day about her relationship with someone and they hit up her, they hit her up for money mm-hmm. consistently but then disappear when it's time to like pay her back. And I'm like, never do that. No, that's so embarrassing. Send invoices, send invoices from now on, like and interest, but you know, and it's easy to say that, but would I probably do it? No, you know me. Yeah. I I, I know. So I know I'm I'm working on it. I wouldn't do it either. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But like you want to, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like that thing in the back of your mind. Like, I know this is what I should do. Right. But, I'm charging them interest. Yeah. I don't care what they say. Never giving them another loan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You want to pay me half of what you owe me and never talk to me again? Okay. (laughs) That's fine. That's fine. That works out. We'll call it even. (laughs) Chalk it up. Yeah. Yeah. I I have given money to, like, friends and family, you know, whenever they needed it. Because I've never really had a lot to give. I'm not just flush with cash. So, you know, whatever they ask for is... I've had to kind of like sit back and think about it, you know, like sometimes it's been like a couple hundred dollars. Sometimes it's been like $50, but, um, you know, I, I've always given it and not expecting anything in return because I know how it is to like, to need it, need help and how hard it is to ask for help, especially for money stuff. But yeah, I don't, I don't think I could be in that situation myself. Yeah. No, it's rough. I, I've learned not to give it if I don't have it. Mm-hmm. So, and what I mean by if I don't have it, not necessarily like I could have $6,000 in my account. Right. And somebody needs 500. If I've already allocated that money. Right. Then I don't have it. And that's great. And you have to start setting those boundaries for yourself. Yeah. So that you're not just constantly giving more than you're able to truly right. give, you yeah. know? And then the and I had thing, to do that a couple of times yeah. with like a family member who, you know, was like, Hey, this, this, and this happened. I can't make rent. And, you know, I'm like, well, I'm almost not going to be able right. to make rent. So <laughs> I'm really sorry, yeah. but I don't have it. Yeah. You have to sometimes like, yeah. just to protect yourself, you know, and it's difficult to set those boundaries because mm-hmm. it's uncomfortable for you yeah I'm sure it's uncomfortable for them too because they don't want to hear it right but you know I've I had to learn to do that for myself and also with if I do give it and I'm able to give it then I don't expect it back but it would be nice for it to come back especially if they say they're going to pay it back mm-hmm. but I'm not like sitting here hey so do you have my money yeah hey like because that feels weird too yeah it's such a it's a thin line. It's a it is. slippery slope. How do you navigate like money and friendships? Which yeah. is why I feel like with people that I'm close to, like you or Chloe or Jonathan, you know, I'm like, we, it goes back and forth. Yeah. You know, like I pay for a dinner here. You know, maybe you get drinks next time or maybe you get our nails next time. Like I'm not worried about me pouring so much into this friendship and not getting anything in return. Because I know that we're lifelong friends and I know at some point I may need your help or, you know, like, not that like I'm cashing in tokens (laughs) so that I can be like, Ooh, I'll pay for her dinner today. Yeah. (laughs) And then I can make her buy me a car later. (laughs) Nothing like that. But just kind of like it's in the plans. (laughs) Yeah. We've got big plans for each other. Um, our future husbands are going to be very confused because they like, need to we're going to be, gonna be... <laughs> or like at least friends that like each other. Yeah. Cause we're going to be buying each other like these big gifts, yeah. like step your game up, man. Right. Like I could just see like my future husband, like coming to you or Chloe or something being like, Hey, I was thinking about getting Brittany, like 
you know, this brand new car, like this new Cartier watch. Right. And then y'all are going to be like, uh, think of something else. Actually, we already, we already got, got that, that for her. So yeah, actually I got a plane this time, <laughs> but I need you to think bigger, maybe get her an Island. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Have you thought about, um, buying her her own country? Right. I don't know. Just that a sounds thought. feasible, right? Yeah. Like, but like <laughs> we have all these like big plans for each yes. other. It's it's just going to be, it's going to be interesting. It is. It's going to be really that interesting. Dynamic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think like that's even another important thing is how your spouse or significant other kind of works within your friend group. Oh yeah. Because yeah, yeah you did not like my exes. <laughs> well, you didn't, you didn't meet the old one. Yeah. <laughs> old old guy, old, old man. guy, old man. Um, if you know me, you know who that is. If you don't know me, <laughs> I never know a 52 year old man at one point. In and my how life. old were you just for I, <clears throat> records? How old am I now? I'm 29. 29. <laughs> this was in 2018, mm-hmm. 19, 18, 2018. So three mm-hmm. years ago. So yeah, I was 26. Mm-hmm. I was half his age. So what a creep. It was, it was interesting. Yeah. He was kind of creepy. I th- I met him once. You did meet I him. I met him once. You met him once. It was in the stockyards. The night that he lost his shit. Yeah. And yeah. 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 That well, was. Cause that was after. Cause like, I remember like you and I were going to the stockyards. We went to the stockyards. And he came oh it was after one of your work parties maybe after the christmas party yeah okay it's all yeah it's all coming back all coming back it's all coming back to me um this was after we had broken up yes and he kept coming up to me yeah but like you were wanting to go off like you were wanting to hang out with him yeah was i i wanted to go to that part the bar that they were at in the stockyards well, because we were at the bar. It was like that little dance thing. Yeah. Yeah. And you were like, because you wanted to like go off and like talk to him about like. Because he kept trying to stuff. talk to me. Remember? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, fine, let's go over here and talk. Right. And then I invited my ex. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it was an ex party. And then I came back to the table and kept being pulled away. Yeah. By him to talk about shit that didn't need to be talked about anymore. Right. And then. Yeah. But weren't like something like there was something else because like weren't y'all like want at first I don't think there was like like ill will like at first I think y'all were getting along because I don't think I would have called anybody. Were we getting along? I think so because because we also had that hotel room. We I think that's why you called somebody. But I well no because we got a different one. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? Like, coming out. <laughs> like, cause you, I think yeah. you were like going to try oh, and like, yeah, I was, I was going to try and see if he was going to go. Right. Because I was would, trying to get some 52 year old dick. Yes, That's what I was trying to be, do that Cause night. I would not, cause you were like, Hey, like, do you mind if like, I have the room tonight kind of yes. thing. And I was like, it's all you yeah. go for it. Like that's how he acted. Whatever you feel. And then it kind of like turned bad, but I didn't yeah. know that until the next morning. Oh yeah. Because if I'd known that, I don't even think you were with me a lot of that time that I was there. Cause I kept getting pulled away yeah. to like talk. And yeah. And y'all, I think y'all were y'all on the dance floor too. No, that was another old man that invited me to dance. Oh God. That was, I, I don't mean grandpa's like, yeah. I don't know what it is, but apparently they've just got a thing for this sweet all it things is right yeah. here yeah yeah because like i remember like i would not have called my ex to come and you know to like this random bar this random party but like i also think i'd saw that he was like in the area like I on his so. and i think he Instagram, texted you something like that yeah or maybe he saw on my story that you were out yeah i think that was i Damn, had several media. drinks that night yeah so trying to remember all of it yeah all i know is that it did not end well i went to my hotel room alone yeah because you told me that the next day (laughs) and i was like i wish i would have known because i certainly would have been like yeah fuck you (laughs) i'm gonna go hang out with my friend yeah no it was fine i needed that that alone time to reevaluate my life choices (laughs) (laughs) because that was 
Yeah. Apparently, I didn't learn too well because the next guy that I dated. Mm-hmm. Did you not like him. Yes. Nor his rap music. Nope. I mean, every time he opened his mouth to say anything, my eyes rolled straight to the back of my he head. He was kind of the worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Narcissist mm-hmm. with mental health issues that he did not discuss with me until we were deep into the relationship. Or take care of. Or take care like, of. Like address. Yeah. You know, that's like, the big part. I think I kind of understand if you have some sort of like mental health issues that you don't want to disclose right away, especially if you're right taking steps to, you know, therapy or medication or however you want to go about it to kind of regulate that. Right. Um, I understand kind of holding back that information a little bit just until you get to know the person a little bit more. And we were saying, you know, I love you. Yeah, that's an issue. <laughs> but like, other than that, just kind of like taking a little bit of time to know if this is a person that you can kind of trust with that information. Right. That's understandable. What he did, I'm not saying, I'm not condoning what he did. I don't. It was a shit like show. It. Yeah. It was a it was. giant shit show. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But, you know, finding, I don't want to say like finding a partner that meshes well with your friends is important. But I think that relationship that a partner has with your friend group is also important. Yeah. Um, because like somebody fucks you over, like I don't ever want to talk to them again. Right. So just okay. don't tell me about it. Right. Or but I will, but you will, there's no way that you're not going to know. <laughs> but I mean, it's, I think that's the same way with family, you know, like mm-hmm. something happens to one of your family members in their relationship and they tell you about how this, you know, their partner just completely did all this shitty stuff mm-hmm. and was a terrible person and this and that. And they get back together with them and you're like the fuck. Like, yeah. What are you doing? Right. You know, and I think it's a protective thing. Like we want to protect those that we love. So it's, we're more protective over other people than we are ourselves. That's very true. So here's a little scenario for you. Mm-hmm. You are dating somebody and that person that you're dating kind of comes into your friend circle. Okay. And they're all friends and we're all friends and it's all hunky dory, happy. Um, maybe for example, like a work environment. <laughs> Yeah, they come into your work environment and they're friends with your work friends and they're working with you and your work friends. Um, And then you guys break up. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about those people that you considered friends at work still talking and hanging out and yucking it up with your now ex? I think it depends on the scenario for one. Mm -hmm. What? the breakup scenario was Mm -hmm. (laughs) if he was a shitty person that didn't know how to deal with his emotions and (laughs) because looking at your face I think I know so Mm -hmm. yes if he was a shitty person that didn't know how to openly have communication and did some really shady shitty things Mm -hmm. that for me would turn me off as a friend yeah period I can't say for other people but as the other person who was in that situation, mm-hmm. seeing my friends still hang out with him. Mm-hmm. And it depends on how close I was with these work friends. Right. Were we just work friends or did I have these friends outside of work? Were we really close? Did I divulge a lot of information to them? Yeah. That kind of thing. Because if that's the case, why the fuck are you still hanging out with him? Right. Why are you still talking to him? And here's another piece of the puzzle. Yes. Another part of the the scenario yeah slice of the pie uh you no longer work there (laughs) so you don't work there anymore but your ex still works there with all of those people that y'all were like all friends with together does that change it yeah yeah i think so especially if that friendship like i said if the friendship with them was Mm work-based and after i left i didn't really talk to them anymore Mm -hmm. yeah it totally makes sense for them to stay friends with him yeah but birds of a feather right so if you can't tell this is a little bit of a personal experience i feel like it is yes (laughs) um and i was mad at first i was really upset that like some of these people that were like oh whoa love you you're so you know we're friends were you know i would see on their story that they're hanging out with this guy that like 
did yeah. all these things, you know, like, cause they know, they know what happened. Yeah. They know what happened. And I'm, I was just like, how, like what, like we must. And then I think that's an instance where in my mind I, I go, well, we must have not have been as good of friends as you let on. Or I right. thought that we were, because in my mind, if I'm fr- if I'm good friends with somebody, like good friends with somebody, maybe not even best friends. Yeah. But I would say past surface level, we're good friends and I'm working with your ex and like, I know what y'all went through and I know that y'all are broken up. Okay. We work together. So I know that there's a certain level of professionalism and there's a certain level of yeah. like, um, what's it called? Camaraderie something like that there's a certain level that you have to be like you know cordial cordial yes thank you um but to like go out and hang out with them and like go to parties with them and like not at all yeah i did no i think that's where a lot of good friendships that could have been better i sort of like cut that off myself after i saw that That makes sense. Like, oh, okay. Like next time you're trying to hang out or next time you're trying to, you know, kiki it up on my Instagram, you know, commenting, replying to stories. Like it's going to be, thank you. Have a good day. Thanks. Yeah. You've now now downgraded yourself to surface level friend. (laughs) Which again, surface level friends are not like terrible people, but. They're not. They serve their purpose. Yeah. You know, they do. But yeah, I I try not to have as many anymore mm-hmm. surface level friends because I'm having a hard time realizing what their purpose is in my life, mm-hmm. I guess. And that could just be where the stage that I'm at now of I've, I've always been a really deep thinker, really deep talker mm-hmm. surfacey conversations. Don't yeah. go over well with me. Yeah. That's why I kind of zone out or I seem uninterested because most of the time I am, Yeah, you know, like I, I like deep conversations or funny conversations, like yeah. engaging conversations, right, I guess yeah. is what I'm trying to say. And finding or having friends where the conversation is always like right there on the border of becoming engaging, but never crosses over that line mm-hmm. is frustrating as hell. And I don't want it. Yeah. I don't want it. Or again, those conversations or friendships where I'm pouring myself it's the into energy. the scenario and yeah, giving all my energy to yeah. something and then walking away feeling empty. Right. Because no, I, even if it's a surface level friendship, a good friendship, like a deep friendship, it takes energy. Yeah. It takes a lot of your energy to kind of be there and be that person for somebody else. So if you're, you know, spreading your energy out to five surface level friends two good friends and three best friends. Yeah. You know, like who's getting like you're not getting the best of me. Right. You know, and for my best friends, y'all like y'all deserve yeah. the best of me. Y'all deserve the the best version of top myself. Shelf. Top shelf, top notch, A1. That Wagyu beef wow. friendship. <gasps> I swear <laughs> to God, I was just We're about here. to say A1 <laughs> Wagyu beef. Yes. That Japanese Kobe <laughs> beef. I was about to say that. That's wild. See, we're right here. Was it the A1? <laughs> the A1. Did you think yes, sauce? I thought sauce. <laughs> it did. Oh, God. Uh, it always okay. goes back to food. <laughs> it always goes back to food. <laughs> Man. That's okay, because that's another thing that we can do all the time is eat. Yes. And that is okay. Having friends that you can eat with and share plates with y'all. If you don't yeah. have a friend that you can go out to eat with and eat off of their plate, find new friends. Yeah. Let me eat your fucking food. Right. Man. Like, <laughs> I just want to bite. <laughs> like, just let me taste it. Like, that's uh, <laughs> why you strategize before you start ordering. Exactly. You know? What are you getting? <laughs> okay. You're getting chicken. I shouldn't get something with chicken. I right. should get something with, with beef. beef. Yeah obviously (laughs) we're honestly a match made in heaven we are (laughs) i think my mom (laughs) when she said today that we should marry each other you know like way ahead of you (laughs) (laughs) we've been thinking about this for a while (laughs) ma'am platonic marriages are a thing now Mm -hmm. and i would be a-okay with that Mm -hmm. Mm a-okay 
because you know it would be an open marriage it would obviously be an open marriage <laughs> and see other people the commitment sleep in me would be satisfied yeah because like i'd have a committed relationship with my best friend right where we are very committed we're very committed to one another <laughs> and then you know men <laughs> yeah it's perfect it's honestly the ideal situation it really in is. fact the next date i go on i'm going to explain to them listen i'm not into marriage with you not into marriage with I'm you. i'm gonna marry my best friend and you can just be there yes you can be there if you feel you can like be there it. to witness it <laughs> to witness our <laughs> grandeur <laughs> i love this match made in heaven it was written in the stars <laughs> you're welcome for this example of love and relationship in your life you're welcome and learn from it grow from it (laughs) right we're already raising our kids together (laughs) basically we are it's (laughs) literally it's perfect Uh, um speaking of dates yeah you know on coconut oil we want to not only nourish people's souls and their everyday but also their minds yes yes yes. i think it is time for the word of the day yes you got a good word for for me (laughs) so the word is sequacious. Ooh, sequacious. 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 Is Would you like it? me to use it in a sentence? Oh, please do. <laughs> the last date that you went on recently, the man was sequacious. Was he really? Or he was really sequacious. Oh, okay. Does it mean boring? <laughs> uh, I mean... Those words could be interchangeable in okay. how we look at people's personalities. Okay. Should do the Japanese. Do, 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 do. <laughs> no, I don't perform well under pressure. <laughs> um, it can be used to describe. Yes. It's, it's someone... an adjective. Okay. Someone who doesn't talk a lot someone who's i'll help you out thank you you. you're welcome they are lacking independence or originality of thought oh i like that right i like that just next time bring it up be like you're being really sequacious (laughs) not really feeling it i'm not not you know this whole i just got a whole like sequacious vibe from this date so i'm not for me i'm gonna gonna cut it short that is good that's a good one yeah. Say it again. Say the definition again, because I already forgot. It is <laughs> lacking originality. No, lacking independence or originality of thought. Lacking independence or originality of thought. Yes. Sequacious. Sequacious. ASMR. So. Sequacious. Sequacious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was. I don't know. Either. I don't know. <laughs> It's not ASMR. Somebody's like, not going to like that. What was that? Sounds like the beginning of like a 90s girl 90s. band. <laughs> <laughs> like a 90s girl band, girl band song. It's like, gracious, it's gracious. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, take note. Nobody wants a sequacious person. Yes. Nobody. Nobody wants a sequacious Which means date. if you go out on a date with someone, have your own opinions. Yeah. Do not ask the other person to make all of the decisions on said date. Mm, please don't. Because that is shitty. It gets and real it makes boring you look real like fast. You have no personality. So. Yeah. Or like you're on an interview and that's no fun. No. Nobody yeah. wants to be on an interview on a date. Mm-mm. No. No. We don't do that here. shine moment yeah so i guess it's time to wrap it up and uh let's go into our shine moment of the week so uh at the end of every at the end of every at the end of every episode (laughs) we like to have a shine moment where we (laughs) reminisce where we reminisce on how our week is gone and we highlight one moment in our week that has brought us some kind of joy or mm-hmm. healing yeah so Britt, what was your shining moment well i guess it was maybe more than a week ago 
Um, me and my sister, Chloe, my son, Carter, and my friend, Jonathan, went to Padre Island, South Padre Island. I know you're not jealous. Don't worry. <laughs> it's fine. I know you're not jealous at all. It's fine. Um, <laughs> and that was, Carter's been to the beach before. We had, like, made a stop in California. Um, yeah. At Manhattan Beach in California. But he never, he didn't really get to, like, play in the sand, play in the ocean. But this time... We stayed at the Courtyard Marriott, and it was, like, right on the beach. I mean, like, you walk down to the pool, and between the pool and the beach is, like, the Bar Louie bar. Um, and he was so excited to see the beach and the ocean, and he was ready for it, okay. which I hate the ocean. <laughs> Not hate the ocean. Like, I can appreciate it because, you it's know, pretty. it's the, the ocean. <laughs> Let's not go there. Um, we don't have enough time <laughs> to talk about whales. Um, <laughs> but just like the joy on his face and like he he made some friends at the pool. Aww. I feel so bad. He's an only child and he wants siblings so bad. And not, yeah, true. But, but like yeah. when we go on like vacations like this, like it's just a, a yeah. kid with three adults. Like that's got to be so fucking boring. So he found some kids at the pool and they were playing and then they were like, hey, we're going to go play football on the beach. Oh. You know, do you want to come? And he's like, mom, can I go? And I'm like, yeah, let's go. And so, you know, he's playing football on the beach and there's like fireworks in the air. And I was just like, I just really enjoyed seeing him being able to like experience something like that you know yeah. like experiencing the, I won't lie there's something healing about the ocean like there's a healing feeling about being at the beach and it's peaceful mm -hmm. and I kind of saw that in him I saw that in his response he was so much more relaxed and he was so much more just like happy and open and he was literally just like laying on the shore like it's in the wet sand, kind of where the water will still like wash over you, yeah. but not like drown you. And he like, he was laying there just like, you know, I'm back on my towel, like sunbathing. And like, I kind of like open my eye and peek up to make sure he hasn't been, you know, swept away by Poseidon <laughs> or somebody else. And he's just like laying there and I'm like, he's into this. Yeah. And now I'm like, well, we're going to have to bring him to the beach more often. He's just a, he's a beach boy. Oh. Yeah. Boy. yeah. Sweet. So I think that was my my shining moment this week. I love that. Yeah. I I think mine was I was home at work, mm -hmm. but my mom and I work together in a home office right now. Um. You know, you know that last year when I was in the process of buying a house, I was furloughed from my job. Mm -hmm. Moved back in with my parents, and so I have been there until I'm able to buy a house again. Mm -hmm. And there's enough room. I actually had my own office space upstairs, but for there's our AC has been out for a little bit, so mm -hmm. like it's a whole thing. So I moved back downstairs, and I'm in an office with her. And my mom and I are very much alike. Mm -hmm. We are both Gemini's, except like opposite spectrum Gemini's. So <laughs> her personality is at a ten all the time. Mine like. I think the highest I get is like a six, maybe on a good day, mm -hmm. you know, um, but we clash a lot. And I think we clash a lot because we're so much alike. Yeah. But this past week, it was just like, my mom is also my best friend, mm -hmm. but this past so week, no, you should kidding. be as you should be <laughs> literally came out of her vagina. Right? <laughs> you can't top that kind of bond. <laughs> but she, you know, we just had so many moments where it was just great. Like there was no arguing. There was no butting heads. We were laughing. We were singing together. Mm -hmm. We were just having like such a great time. And I think that was kind of my healing mm -hmm. and shining moment this week. Just bonding with my mom. Like I don't, yeah. I don't get a lot of time one-on-one -on -one with her mm -hmm. because Asher's always there or, yeah if he's not, we're working. So like, you know, but it was really nice just to have that, that moment with her. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. That is a shiny moment. Yeah. That's a real shiny moment to have those moments with your mom. Yeah. Yeah. Those relationships are important and yeah. you gotta work hard at healing them. 
Yeah. Because they do the best they that they know how. So we'll save that one for another episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys again for tuning in to Coconut Oil Podcast. Um, tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, follow us on Instagram. Instagram at coconutoil.podcast. And uh, if you like what you hear, don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcast for us. Uh, let you let us know what you like. What let you us know like. what you don't like. Let us know what you want to hear more of. Um, All that. Remember that life happens and coconut, coconut oil, oil helps. helps.